Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Prepare the Way. Join us as we ready ourselves for the coming of Christ again. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A reading from Matthew chapter 23, verses 13 through 26. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you lock people out of the kingdom of heaven. For you do not go in yourselves, and when others are going in, you stop them. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you cross sea and land to make a single convert, and you make the new convert twice as much a child of hell as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the sanctuary is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the sanctuary is bound by the oath. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the sanctuary that has made the gold sacred? And you say, Whoever swears by the altar is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gift that is on the altar is bound by the oath. How blind you are! For which is greater? the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred. So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the sanctuary swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by the one who is seated upon it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint, dill, and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. It is these you ought to have practiced without neglecting the others. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat but swallow a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, First clean the inside of the cup, so that the outside also may become clean. Here ends the reading. No one likes Jesus as a prophet. Prophecy is difficult. And it says something about us. Even though these words are directed to the scribes and Pharisees, and specifically to the hypocrites among them, These words still cause us to look back at ourselves. What is it about Jesus prophesying against Pharisees and scribes that makes us uncomfortable? I think when we read passages like this, we start out thinking, I'm glad that's not me. But after each successive woe that Jesus talks about, we might start hearing something about ourselves. Maybe not specifically, but in a way that causes us to look at our priorities. So what happens when we fully lean into this and think about how this prophetic language from Jesus speaks to us today, and especially during Advent? Advent itself is sort of a prophetic time, isn't it? We take these four weeks and prepare for what is to come. We reflect and look back on ourselves and look forward to Christ being with us. We reorient ourselves, reconsider, listen, critique. We recognize the broken world in need of the Incarnation. 
And if we read Jesus' words to the Pharisees, it seems that reflection is what is sorely needed. After all, Jesus isn't exactly telling us that what they're saying to people is wrong. It's that they don't practice everything that they're telling others. They're falling short of the rules and ideals that they profess. In a sense, they have lost their way. When I first formally started my journey into ordained life, a mentor and friend asked me to do a reflective activity as part of my discernment process. It was called the River of Life. Maybe you have done this practice or one similar to it. In it, you imagine your life as a river and reflect on all of the things that happen along its course. Where are the metaphorical rapids in your life? The waterfalls, the floods, lakes, what other streams merge into yours? It asks you to create a visual depiction of your life by actually drawing it out. And in doing so, recognize where the difficult times have been, where the peaceful periods have been, what other people have come into and gone out of your life. You get a big picture, and hopefully with it, see new things or recognize distinct periods that were influential and changed the course of your life. You recognize growth and change. When I did this exercise, I noticed all of those periods that were difficult, times when I probably thought more about listening to God than actually doing the listening. I noticed people coming into my life that shouldn't have, and I noticed the things that I learned from them. I recognized the slow and careful ways that God was changing the courses of my life. And when I stopped to look at the big picture, this river of changes and challenges and blessings, it helped me to visualize where God was leading me. How could I live into that better? How could I follow better and grow more? What is it that I was missing? When we stop to look at our lives from this view, it might just be a little easier to see the path that God has constructed weaving its way through. And although we might get diverted occasionally, we can be prepared to make our way back. Jesus' prophetic words to the Pharisees are the same to us. They are less of an accusation and more of an invitation to self-examination. They show us a need for reflection. If we take a little time in Advent to look at our lives, what do we see? Maybe you want to try out this river of life exercise on your own, or another reflective activity. Where is God working in each of us? Is the picture that we have drawn what we imagine? Does it match how we see ourselves or how we think others see us? What does it look like to recognize our own need, to allow God to help us grow, to refocus, to prepare ourselves for the kingdom? There are so many questions, and they aren't often easy to think about, but self-reflection isn't always a simple process. We confront our priorities, where they might be misplaced. We see where we overemphasize external views, how things are perceived versus how they really are. Jesus tells us plainly, first clean the inside of the cup so that the outside may also become clean. Before we can do anything else, we turn inward to prepare ourselves. 
My hope for each of us this Advent is that we are able to see this time of preparation as one where we recognize that our own preparation in following Christ is as important as how we lead and work with others. Like all of the things that influence and guide the events of our life, who we are is reflected in the actions and decisions that we take. Who we are on the inside is reflected in how we treat others, how we help to guide and prepare others, how we follow Christ. Prophetic language such as this might be difficult to get through. And even though there is something difficult about reflecting and recognizing change and the need for change, we can be reminded and assured that our path always leads to Christ with us. May we all look back and give thanks at the ways Christ leads us to himself and to a greater understanding of ourselves. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Amen. 